This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors. And today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. What's up, Fear fans? Everything comes to a head against Brokejaw and Black Hat, and Ophelia's back, but how do we really feel about it? Seasons, uh, season 3, Episode 7 and 8, Fear the Walking Dead, starting now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. What is up, Fear fans? We had to start with this mid-season finale song because it was a very intense episode, and I feel like this song just completely encompassed that whole thing. Kai Theory, stand by me if you wanted to know the song and download it. Um, I am your host, Timothy Michael, um, and you can reach me on all social media platforms at I am Timothy Mike. I'm going to shoot it over to my co-host. Hi, guys. I'm Natalie Dyer, and you can find me at, at Natalie Dyer on all social media platforms. That's N-A-T-A-L-E-E-D-Y-E-R. Let's get into this. Natalie, what were your initial thoughts of this episode? <laughs> oh, my God. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> you guys, I hope everybody in the live chat and everybody watching right now is as excited as we are because you, let's just get into so it. So much happened. So much has happened. Okay. Let's start off with the the, the negotiations between Black Hat and, and Broke Jaw because I feel like Jake took it upon himself to go to Black Hat and, negoti- and try to save the ranch. Mm-hmm. Um, Alicia... Naively follows him. Um, Was it naively? I say naively only because of what happens. It, I mean, everything was going perfectly fine. But do we think that if she hadn't followed him in the first place, maybe it would have ended a little differently? <laughs> well, then we wouldn't know that Ophelia was there. So <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> like, so no, I don't. I, I mean, I don't think things would have ended differently because how would they have gotten a messenger back to uh, the the group anyway? Yeah. That's true. And like you said, Ophelia's back. You guys, Ophelia is we back. Found we found her. Well, she found us, actually. We found her. Okay, we found her. And she's got, like, Kim Kardashian braids. She's giving me life right now. <laughs> she, looks all, she, like, looks all Native American. She looks great. Um, she I'm, great. Just, I'm just glad that she's, she's back. And um, not dead. And not... Well, well I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess... Oh. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I mean, how did we really feel about her being back? I felt a little underwhelmed by her introduction i thought it was going to be a little bit more dramatic like um daniel's was yeah but we knew we knew we didn't think she died no well that's true went off um no i was i was underwhelmed but more because there wasn't much of a rise out of madison and nick Mm -hmm. i mean alicia had her little moment which was great because that was definitely needed um but they were just very much like where's alicia which is fine but they also weren't like, oh, my God, Ophelia, you're here. Right. What are you doing here? How did this happen? Because, like, what? Yeah. I mean, 
Okay, let's just go back to the negotiations for a second. Um, so Jake wants to kind of wants a, wants a parley for parlay. A parlay for lack of a better word. Um, Walker said something interesting during the negotiations. Though he was like, because Walker, Walker seems to just want everybody off of his land, and I can't blame him after this, mm-hmm. these episodes. Um, but he says three down, one to go. How did he know about Russell? How did he, he know that Russell it. died? Um, Russell, the the old man with his wife. Yeah, I think. I thought that was a little. I thought that was a little weird. Uh, didn't he say that he was gone? That it was just his father left. Oh, that's. Oh, maybe they did. Maybe they gave it up. I just thought that was interesting. That I was I like, thought, I thought how did that. he know that there was three down, one to go? Mm-hmm. I, I thought that was interesting. Ninety eight percent sure that's what happened. Yeah, so Jake goes back to broke job mm-hmm. um, to tell his father what's going on. Alicia decides to stay behind. Do we think Alicia stayed behind because she felt safe because Ophelia was there? Like she had a familiar face? Um, partially, but also mm-hmm. she was very right in the fact that she was not going to convince Jeremiah to do anything. Well, um, technically neither did Jake. <laughs> well, no, but he had a better chance of doing that than, than he did. So that's true. Or th- than she would have had. So she, she recognizes that um, that was the best play Yeah, to move. She knows that she can... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Be a little bit of a spy on the inside, too. We know Alicia. She's smart. Did we like the moments that while she was there being hostage or prisoner, um, which she brought up, um, did we like the the kind of relationship that was kind of being established between Taka and herself? Between uh, Alicia and Taka? Um, Did we think that Taka was trying to... I, I don't think he was trying her to over. ingratiate her into the group. Okay. And say, look, we're not as bad as we are, like, as you think we are. Um, it just really didn't help that he had uh, killed Travis. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And that's really kind of the, the straw for her, at least. Yeah. And I think what's interesting is that we find out later on in the episode is that Taka and Alicia have a lot more in common than, than we had initially thought. Like, they both lost their fathers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like I felt like in that moment... Alicia was able to put aside all of the grudge that she had and been the bigger person and saw what what he was trying to do. I just don't think she obviously, you know, agreed with how he was doing it. Oh, yeah, I, I completely agree. And she does, like she says, you have, like, you don't know me. Mm-hmm. I do hate you, but you don't. I hate you for thinking you know how I feel. And I hate you for killing Travis. But she clearly was just going to, like, she would let it slide. Yeah. Yeah. Not slightness. She would still hate him, but she wasn't going to act on that hate. Yeah. Another, which is different. Another thing that I found interesting with when Nick, I mean, with when um, Alicia and um, Ophelia had that moment, mm-hmm. um, because like I said, we were all, all a little underwhelmed by Ophelia's reaction when we first see her, but then she and, and Alicia have that moment. And we immediately picked up that there was maybe this weird relationship between Taka and Ophelia. Oh, yeah. I was pretty sure they were banging. <laughs> 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 I, I think I said I was like they're, they're they're together they're they're banging each other. Yeah, 
but I don't know if that was actually true. I, I mean, it could have been, but he, she just felt indebted to him for saving his, her life and all yeah. that. So, you know. Nick um, got a haircut, by the way, you guys. Yeah, guys, I'm so excited <laughs> that Nick got a haircut. It says in my notes, uh, Nick finally got a haircut. He looks so good. Yeah. He looks good. He looks better. He looks older. Um, and I don't want to spend too much on it. He got a haircut. Great for for Nick. I don't know, but let's talk you about. You mentioned the, it because it made me happy. Yes, it did make you happy. But let's talk about the symbolism of that really quick because mm-hmm. I feel like he is growing as a person. Oh yeah, no, his character is changing. Yeah, and I feel like him cutting his hair just establishes him it's more a as an adult. Symbolic, like yeah. starting over. You're a new person. Yeah. Type thing. He's not as creepy slash. He's never creepy. I think he he's was just, creepy. Come on. I don't think he's creepy. What are you, covering yourself in blood because you thought it was fun every five minutes? <laughs> Come on. No, creepy. Uh, survival. And also, yeah. No, I no. just thought, I thought it was a little creepy. Okay, well, that's fair. But I, I think it is definitely showing that he is growing. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's he did some very interesting things these last two uh, episodes that shows that he is moving past the... Um, selfish child act that he kind of had going yeah um because he doesn't we're not pitying him anymore Mm. he's growing into a man basically and i think that's what the haircut definitely establishes yeah so jake goes back to broke jaw um to essentially uh, establish this parlay um between broke jaw and black hat um it is failing because jeremiah is just this stubborn old man and he will not budge um madison on the other hand is pissed that (laughs) alicia I've, and she, Alicia volunteered to stay behind, and I don't fully understand. Maybe she didn't grasp that. Here's the thing. Alicia, or I mean, uh, Madison sees Alicia and Nick very much as children mm-hmm. still in yeah. her eyes. They are her babies, and she's going to do what she can to protect them, whether that's the right thing to do or not. I, I, she is a mama bear. I got it. I get that. I understand. But at the same time, she has some... I think it's a little hypocritical because she, she easily let Nick go... When, you know, pardon my French, shit was hitting the fan. But you're not okay with Alicia just staying on a ranch so that negotiations can be made. You have to, like, jump into action right now. But when it was Nick, you were fine. Do you know what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's a, it's a, it's a, like a two. Here's the difference. Mm -hmm. Madison knew where Alicia was. Okay. <laughs> Whereas with all the other Nick things, Nick just fucking disappears. Which makes it even worse. Sorry, because I'm I just like, cursed. I, I apologize. It's fine. We're, it's Fear the Walking Dead, you guys. We're going cursed. And it's the mid-season finale. That, but I feel like that makes it even worse because you didn't even know where Nick was, but you freely let him go. Whereas you know where Alicia is. She seems to be safe until negotiations are made. Do we think it was because of how Jeremiah was handling the entire situation and being like, no, I don't want to give these people anything? I think that is definitely part of it. Mm-hmm. I think that if Jeremiah had been more willing to negotiate negotiate to uh talk to taka um walker then she might have been a little bit more lenient in letting her stay okay however Mm -hmm. he was very staunch and very stubborn on his position Mm -hmm. and she was not gonna let alicia stay there as a hostage with the potential of being uh harmed especially for that amount of time here's the thing about broke jaw I feel like when you have a movement, you have to have a clear leader. And with Brokejaw, there were too many chiefs and not enough Indians, pun intended, you guys, because I feel like everybody was vying for leadership. Like, Jeremiah wanted to be the leader, but he wanted to stay no matter what. 
um, Madison wants to be a leader. She wants to stay, but she wants to trust the people and to kind of negotiate. Jake is over here trying to negotiate because he just wants everybody at peace, and Troy just wants to kill everybody. So there's like, do you understand? There's too many leaders, and there's too many things going on, and I feel like that was the hmm. issue with Brokejaw in the first place. Like nobody can get on the same page. I I agree. I think. Um, I mean, yeah, that is the problem with Brokejaw. Yeah. There's there's no other thing to say for that really. You're yeah. right. So Madison manipulates Troy, and there was a very common theme of Madison being manipulative in these episodes because she used whatever she could to manipulate Troy into rescuing Alicia. Alicia, and mm-hmm. she even used her IOU card by saying, "I could have let you drown here by saying everything that you did, and I could have let the farm turn on you, but I didn't." Right. How did you feel about her using her card so quickly? Well, I don't think it's going to be the only time she uses that card. I'm sure. Um, however, and I also think that she's going to now uh, bring those two more under her wing. She's going to be the chief, as you wanted to use that. Yeah. Um, she's going to be in charge, uh, although she's going to have to fight Jake for it a little bit, I think. Yeah. A little bit. So what I didn't mention was, obviously, <laughs> you guys saw Ophelia decided to go back with them as well. Mm-hmm. Um and her and Jeremiah had this pretty intense moment where Jeremiah was like, just let old stuff go. Mm-hmm. And I honestly thought that that had a lot to do with their interaction last season. I thought something crazy dramatic happened and he was like... Right, I thought like, it was a lot. Yeah, I thought right. it was a lot more than what it was. Right. Um, I just thought it... I think I wrote, oh, funny that he wants... He, he only uh, doesn't want the past to complicate things because he knows he's at fault. Right. Like... The boy was a racist. With Ophelia, at least. Yeah, but he knew he was at fault in all. I, 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 mean, I mean, yes, I thought in, with Ophelia, but I also knew that he was referring to the general picture yeah. as well. Yeah. So, rescue mission mm-hmm. <laughs> is uh, in full effect. Um, did anybody else think of the... I'm going to sound really weird, you guys. The Pocahontas scene um, when, you know... John Smith gets attacked by Cocoam and Pocahontas is standing there and everything like comes to a head under mm-hmm. like mother, um, grandmother Willow. Mm-hmm. But as in like, cause I just like when they were rescuing Alicia, like I felt like Alicia was John Smith and she's like, and the random guy that they killed was Cocoam. And like, I just felt like that. It just reminded me of Pocahontas. I don't know if anybody else is, is on that <laughs> same road, but that's exactly what I thought I mean, of in that moment. Okay. When they were rescuing Alicia, I don't know why. No, cause she I was mean, like, she, cause I feel like, Taka like won her over a little bit where she was like if you kill this guy I'm not leaving with you because she kind of saw what they were fighting for right um I mean just like John Smith I think I think at that point she thought it was just Troy who was rescuing her and then she finds out that it is also her mother and her brother and that led her to leave with them Mm -hmm. um and yeah it it was kind of the tipping point then just led into the more violence yeah so did we blame Madison for that entire thing? The more violence? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I don't... I think she could have left Alicia there, um, at least for a little bit. I, I, I'm I'm confident in Alicia's abilities to take care of herself. Mm. I think Madison needs to also recognize that. Um, and she should have believed Ophelia a little bit. Yeah. You know? Because, like, yes, Ophelia aban- abandoned you guys, but at the same time... You know, uh, she still knew you. Like you knew Ophelia. Yeah. Like you should trust her a little bit. Yeah. Trust her judgment some. Well, this plan obviously it was successful on Broke Jaw's side, 
but to a point because mm-hmm. then everything comes to a head where you know the negotiations fall through that Jake worked so hard for yep. and now he's pissed um and then he did you think it was a little naive of him to go back with what he promised them I thought he was I thought he was gonna die um but then when Ophelia had enough power to say you know talk a stop yeah I was like okay so there is a little bit more going on there or at least she, you know it's it's what leads to uh when she returns you're like I'm calling bullshit on this right now you had you you had enough power to stop mm-hmm. Jake from being killed um but yet they just threw you out so easily. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I didn't. I, that's what made me go, <laughs> no. Yeah, I literally wrote on my notes. I was like, is this part of the plan? Because I thought that was a little weird. But at the same time, Madison vouched for her. Mm-hmm. She literally said, we know her, you know, and then he put her in charge of her. She, he put Madison in charge of her. What was a little naive, and you pointed it out, oh, was yeah. when um, Ophelia was like, at Black Hat, I worked in the kitchens. So then they put her in the kitchens? Had like, yeah, that's no, the that's, only that's way to the get one, Like, okay. Guys, if you're ever in a situation where you get a hostage or you you get someone from the enemy camp, don't put them somewhere um, such as the kitchens in which they have access to everybody's uh, food source or water source. Put them in garbage disposal or something. Um, Put them somewhere that is not going to have a consequence. Right. (laughs) And that only brings me to my next point, which is, I don't want to say Ophelia yet, but... All of a sudden, all the militia men who are keeping watch because negotiations fell through and now they're on high alert mm-hmm. from um, <laughs> Black Hat's t- side, um, they all start getting sick. And then they all start turning because then they start dying. Yeah. And then we see Ophelia and Nick have this moment where Nick is like, Ophelia, I'm over here. And then she like jets in the other direction. And then that's when they know it was her. Okay, well, one, I knew it was her before that. <laughs> However... Because we're smarter, you guys. Well, also, we're seeing the whole picture and not just them. Right. But uh, Madison launches into, like, I don't even know what you like want to call Amazonian it. Like, Amazonian woman? Yeah, like... I was going to say, like, Wonder Woman, sort of, but not really. <laughs> well, one of them was Amazon. She was an Amazon, so there you go. She breaks that window on that Jeep, and that was insane. Yeah, that's just like... like, like <sighs> first, I want to talk about the fact that Ophelia had a limp. And I'm mm-hmm. like, why, if, there was, if this was all a setup, why would they hurt her leg if they knew that Ophelia had to run out of Rope Jaw? Because they knew that they were going to find um, out it was her. That's true. That, uh, that was I just think the they probably that thought maybe she would have time to get out yeah. if they saddled them with the, the Clarks. Mm-hmm. And then also, uh, she could have hurt her ankle when they threw her off of the bike. Uh, and that could have just been a completely accidental That's thing. true. So. Yeah. Um... But then into the second, just going into the second hour, um, I was a little disappointed at first, let me clarify, um, when they opened with Ophelia's story, because we literally left off the first hour with this crazy intense, Madison's chasing after Ophelia, but then we come back and it's Ophelia's backstory. And it's anthrax, we need to touch on that. It was anthrax, which she didn't know she was using anthrax on them. She thought it was just going to be like a a minor like flu like symptom not a i'm going to like kill you symptom yeah no so. and that's and she and she says that later on in the uh, in the second hour episode mm-hmm. where you know she she didn't know what it was and she felt bad mm-hmm. um especially because the clarks you know she's she's known them since the beginning you guys like we have to think about the core group of people that we started with and Ophelia was one of them and they literally left america and then came back to America together. Yeah, yep. So they do have a really special bond. Um, what did we think of Ophelia's backstory really quick? Because I 
I love that they started it off where we left her last season, but then I was a little disappointed because nothing really happened to her except for we found out that Jeremiah is actually a racist because well, he says no use for brown people on the ranch, so okay. he just lets her go. That was literally just because it was like, in case you haven't picked up on the right. subtleties, right. subtleties um, in this world, you know, we're going to say it outright yeah. so that you do pick it up. Right. Um, what I loved about that entire scene was the flashbacks that she had of her own dad. And how Daniel was there for her when she needed yeah. him. And she like she said that she forgives him. Now, when they meet in person, I don't know if she's going to keep to that point. Um, but I just thought that that moment in itself was pretty powerful. Um, well, yeah, of course. It, it's, it's powerful, especially because she still believes that uh, Daniel... I mean, they all, everybody in this storyline yeah. believes that Daniel is dead. Yeah. And then we find out why Ophelia is so loyal to Taka. Because mm-hmm. he literally found her. And he saved her. And he saved her. Yep. Um, but then, like you were saying, we flash forward at Madison. Which I was so happy. I thought they were going to spend, like, the entire second hour just following Ophelia's story. I agree. And I was like, I don't, I don't want this. Yeah, I want to no. know what's going on. I was like, we can't. No, we can't. <laughs> I was like, there's too much going on right now yeah. back at Brokejaw that we can't follow Ophelia this entire time. Right, yeah. Um, but freaking Madison, being, you know, the, the superwoman that she is, catches her and she tries to... Um, get out of her what this poison is Mm because we didn't know that it was anthrax at that time right um which was also such a great scene you guys holy crap that walker and madison scene when she goes back and takes ophelia hostage for the second time i don't give a crap about your feud i don't care about anything else just my family and you have attacked you have killed my husband and now i am not letting you take my son yeah like oh and i think this is what i loved about that moment you fell in love with madison literally right there (laughs) and this is what i loved about that moment is because madison is that person who she came into this not caring about sides. She just wanted her family to have a safe place to stay. She just wanted to be able to live and stay alive. And she got caught in this feud. And now what? <laughs> Are you seeing staying alive by the Bee Gees? Maybe. <laughs> I can't with you right now because she's been doing this all day, you guys. She's just been uh, singing random songs. But I loved, I loved that scene. I thought that was one of the most well-done scenes in Fear the Walking Dead no, history. It, yeah, definitely. It was, yeah. it was very good. It was very powerful. Um... And what acting. Like, oh, yeah. Good job. Yeah, good job, Kim Dickens. We and especially when her. she was, like, that moment, you can see, like, on her face where she's, she's like, my son very well is probably going to die. After she finds and out it's it, anthrax, like, you yeah. just think, oh, like, she is a woman on a mission. Like, this whole, the whole first episode and this episode as well, she's been a woman on a mission. Yeah. And she, it just, like, was, like, the low point in the storyline where she just was. But I th- also think what I loved about that is that, um, and I feel like I'm just going to bring it up because I feel like it helped in the end of the episode, mm-hmm. but I felt like Walker or Taka gained a respect for her. Oh yeah. He says, uh, this woman is more of a man than, than any of the autos. Any of the autos. Yeah. And any of the men on the ranch because she, she faces the, she faces the, death literally yeah. in the face mm-hmm. and she doesn't care about the consequences. She just cares about her children's safety. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. So then we respect. find... We find Strand, who isn't dead, but we knew he wasn't going to be. Um, and I want to talk about Strand really quick and just get his storyline out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, because he finds his yacht. I don't remember the name of the yacht. And you guys are going to kill me for that. No, it's but it was the, the Thomas, a- the Abigail. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. It just, it just like hit me, the Abigail. Um, but he like takes back the Abigail mm-hmm. um, from these random walkers. Um, everybody in the chat, if you guys can remember how those guys got there. Because I don't. Well, the the ship was taken um, by the police force, uh, right? 
I was just confused as to whether it was like a lady in a dress. <laughs> Basically, I'm pretty sure the police were just like, we are going to party it up on this boat. And then they all died And then died somehow. somehow they all died, yeah. even though they were well armed. I, yeah. It was, it, was, it was a little weird. There was it's a little, side note. It's not important. Yeah, it's not important <laughs> at all. But what is important is that relationship that was formed when I felt like Daniel gave up. And then he he was over the the walkie. Strand gave up. Strand, not sorry, Daniel. not Daniel. Oh my like, gosh, Daniel and Strand. We didn't Strand, see Daniel. Daniel we haven't seen. We didn't see Daniel. Mm-hmm. Um, but back to Strand. That moment that he had with the with the astronaut, um, Mr. Vashek. I'm gonna butcher this name. Vashenko. Oh, I didn't butcher it. Yay, um, Mr. Vashenko, because. Mr. Vashenko is up in a, a space station and he's dying. And I thought, mm-hmm. you guys, I thought this was such a cool perspective because we've never gotten this, even on The Walking Dead or Fear of the Walking Dead. This guy is literally in a space station watching what is happening, literally from an outsider's well, point I of mean, view. I mean, he's only, all he's seeing is the lights going out and losing communication. But he's so he has no idea what's going on. But he's literally watching the world die. Yeah. I think, I just thought this, from, that. From his, his coffin is what I said. I think. Yeah, his from his deathbed, yeah. yeah. And I thought that was, I just thought that that moment was really interesting. And I felt like the the line that he said, and I didn't write it down and I should have, when he said, a man only wants final words when he hasn't said enough. I I wrote it down. It's a quote by Karl Marx and says, last words are for fools who have not said enough. Thank you. And I feel like that in that moment, that's when, because I feel like Strand went on this boat to die. Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he's given up. He was, he was kind of having his last hurrah party. Yeah. Um, and I feel like once he saw somebody else's point of view that it could be a worse and B that quote, I feel like that energized him to get up and fight even harder. Well, I don't know if it was necessarily that quote, but it was the, the guy saying, you know, drink your champagne. You don't know when you're going to have it next, like last essentially. Yeah. So do it now. It's the whole do everything now. Cause you don't know what tomorrow brings. Yes. That idea. And I think that really helped him a lot. Yeah. And I feel like with Strand, do we, where do we think he's going to go from here? Do we think that he's he going to try? He is rising from the ashes like a phoenix. I'm like, because <laughs> he sets the boat on fire and he is going to go find the Clarks and Ophelia and he's going to go to Daniel and be like, look. <laughs> this is very dramatic, Natalie. <laughs> I have found her. But he doesn't even know where they are. No, but he has an idea. Do we, do we, oh, I, I guess we'll talk about that in maybe predictions. Yeah. Um, but back to the infirmary, um, Jake and Nick have this moment. Once again, a leader um, trying to just influence everybody around him and he can't. Um, Nick wants to be unhandcuffed because they know that the walker side, <laughs> Nick's that like, talker I survived side drugs. is coming. I can survive anthrax. <laughs> Seriously, he's put his body through enough. He's like, anthrax, piece of cake. I feel um, like I got hit by a semi, but I'm good. Let's yeah. go. It's, I, I've had worse. <laughs> yeah. I thought that that, Nick between, that scene between um, Nick, and this brings me back again to my manipulation thing, because Nick uses his manipulation, which he probably mm-hmm. gets from his mother, to... Well, yeah, and I also said that he was a drug user, and drug users, addicts, are generally fairly manipulative. Yeah. Yeah. They, they have to be in order to get their next fix, so... Yeah. He he's just starting to use that in a more productive manner. What I thought was interesting, though, is that he he gets out of the bed. He convinces Jake to unhandcuff him and he goes straight to his house and he like tears up the floor. I was I missed the moment where he had this revelation that he should go and tear up the floor because, yes, we saw in that episode that Jeremiah shot at the floor and he said that there was blood in these grounds and blah, blah, blah. But I don't I missed the point in that moment where Jake 
was thinking. Well, Jake wasn't. Nick. I mean, um, when Nick was thinking, I need to go and back to the house. I think. Um, I, th I feel like there's a moment where Alicia uh, is just like is they've gotten her back and she's talking and maybe even with he talked to Ophelia a little bit, you know, and mm -hmm. they're they're saying that there is more to this. I, several times, I don't know if it was directly to him, but it was definitely mentioned several times throughout this. Uh, these episodes that, you know, there was, yeah, the state police investigated. And there yeah. were a lot of times when they were mentioning the past. Yeah. Um, enough that he, and Nick's not dumb. No. He's a smart, he's a smart character. Um, and he knows there's something there. Yeah. I mean, Jeremiah literally told him this has blood on it, basically. Yeah. So he, he's smart, yeah. yeah. I think also, you know, if you're trying to hide something, you make sure that the person... You're a serial killer. <laughs> Fun facts. Um, no, I mean, you're going to make sure that somebody doesn't dig up that body. Yeah. Well, here's, yeah. The, here's the dilemma with Brokedown like now. because the texts on your phone and then making sure that they can't recover them. Exactly. Yes. And here's the dilemma with Brokedown now because it's, you know, they, they have failed at all of these negotiations. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and now they don't have any leverage against Black Hat until Alicia thinks, oh, wait, I'm going to use what Walker told me and mm -hmm. I'm going to... It's like another rescue mission, but for relics this time. Yes. And did we think that that was smart? Um, hold on one sec. Yeah. Sylvia B says, Jake told Nick that his father would disappoint Nick, which is actually probably the time in which Nick then did think, hmm. why? Because Jake had suspicions. Nick says that Jake has suspicions that this is something that might have happened. He just doesn't have the information right. that there's blood on the fl in, in this ground. Right. Um, so Nick's the one that put it together, but Jake is probably the one that planted that idea. The, the seed. Okay, um, got it. Thank you, Sylvia B. Yeah, thank you. What was your question? Um, just the just. Uh, was it a smart idea yes. to take the take the, the relics. relics? Yes, it's a brilliant idea because very clearly those relics meant a lot to uh, Walker and his people. Not not necessarily the fake ones, mm -hmm. but you know Walker says that he has spent years mm -hmm. gathering these things up. Yeah. And it's their heritage, and the the nation pro yeah, lives through their heritage. Yeah. So it was it was a very smart plan on Alicia's part. I think just going back to just the relics in general and Nick finding the skull, um, that whole backstory that Jeremiah let loose on Nick um, about what they did after they acquired the land, and this is where it gets complicated for me because it's all this legal stuff, but at the end of the day, it's really a morality issue because Jeremiah's people bought the land. Like, they legally brought this land, like, with money, paid for it, it's their land, but then the, you know, the Native American side, they still view it as their land, so then they keep messing with him, and then he... Mm, I agree. I think that there's no way to know if they actually got a fair deal on the I land. We don't know if they were swindled out of it. Um, we, we have, we have so little information except for what Jeremiah has told us and what Walker has well, told Jeremiah us. Well, Jeremiah even said they sold it for, you know, a couple of bucks to buy. For beer money. He yeah. said for beer money. Right. And so the thing is that we have no idea if we have, we, and, and Jeremiah was a racist. So for all we know, they could have swindled them out of the land. They could have, uh. Negotiated negotiate, Like they could have. Um, very much like uh, Americans did when we were founding the country. Yeah. Um, you know. It goes a lot deeper. Yeah. yeah. And so I, there's no way to tell. Yeah. 
taking the relics was kind of cruel. It was just very, it was a smart chess play. What I thought was interesting was that the skull belonged to Walker's father because they mm -hmm. killed three people that day. And this was when they were really young, when Walker was really I, no, bad. No, no, no. They, they killed three people, three people. and then Walker, one Walker's of which was Walker's uncle. And, and then his Walker's father. Fa no, then Walker's father came to find out oh, what happened right, yes. to the uncle, yes. um, in which at which point Jeremiah killed him. So they killed four. Yes, four people. That's four people just go missing, and the police are like, well, that's what you brought up earlier in the episode when you were like, police started trying to investigate, yeah, but they swept that under the rug. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That, I just thought, yep. like, just that, the backstory of that, it's like, you don't know how, I personally just didn't know how to feel about it because I'm like, yeah, they bought the land, but they swindled them out of the money, but then they were harassing them. We're, it's like this back and forth. It's, it's a continual back and forth. I'm not saying that, uh, like shooting the cattle or killing the cattle was the right play at all. Um, but also killing someone for that is not the right play. Yeah. Um, that's when you hire private security to catch them yeah. um, in the act and, be, and turn them over to the police and send them to jail. Like, if you're going to use the courts to your benefit to protect yourself from, um, like, lawsuits on the land and yeah. everything, then use it properly to also protect that land. Yeah. And then just going back to the the origin of the story, the Clarks, they had this awesome moment back in their sleeping quarters, I guess I'll call them, um, where Alicia finds out the truth about the Trimbles. Uh -huh. what? What's going on? No, just keep going. Yeah. Um, and then Madison defends herself. And I thought this was another brilliantly acted and written moment <sighs> because she says, someone has to be strong and keep everyone together. You have no idea what I carry. Right. We still don't. We, we got a little bit, but we still don't. But, um, man, that, that throwback with, like, where Alicia just throws it back at her where it's like, no wonder dad, dad like, you know. He was living with a corpse. Like, yeah. you have no heart. You have no oh. feelings. I was like, oh, you're hitting it right where, like, right where it hurts, girl. But Which, I love it. I liked it. Thank I, you for calling her on her shit. But see, I don't, I don't necessarily agree because I, I thought that her and, and Alicia had this really awesome moment back no. at the hotel. Do you remember when they were back at the hotel and they like they worked together in order to like get the walkers or the infected off of the yeah, boardwalk and stuff exactly like that? And they about. had like this moment where Alicia was generally worried about her mom and they were there for each other in those moments. But then now that Nick is back in the picture, I feel like Nick complicates their relationship even further. Uh, he always will. And I think that I mean, I think that, yes, Alicia still loves her mother. I'm she's just trying to make sure that, you know, she's saying you're just as bad as them. You can't. There need to be moral lines that we do not cross, uh, and yet the uh, Madison is willing to cross those. Yeah. Um, so as I, I wrote, Madison needs to be reined in, mm -hmm. which Jeremiah says at some point, like if you don't listen, things will happen. It was a threat toward Madison, one hundred percent, and probably toward Troy as well. Yeah. Um, but I literally wrote, Madison needs to be reined in, and I think, in a in a sense, this is Alicia's form of reining her mother in. By giving her that like dose of reality, yeah, that like that that shot of hey, like you, know, you need to have more feelings. Yeah, you need to feel like because feeling is part of a life. You can't just get rid of it all. But this life is different. It doesn't matter. Are you going to keep your morality and your and your and living? If it keeps your family alive, right? I mean, this is I'm just playing devil's advocate for Madison's character because I just feel like this is her thought process. She doesn't care what she has to do. She just needs to keep her family alive. Which I love, but if she doesn't show feeling toward her family, they're not going to want her around. Mm. 
Oh, that's a good point. There's a fine line you have to walk and you have to balance both sides of, you know, of being emotional and having feelings toward people and and being rational mm -hmm. in how to survive. Other, you can't lose your humanity for the sake of survival. Yeah. Which brings us back to, because Sylvia B had said, you know, taking the relics was kind of cruel. Mm -hmm. um, Madison goes to, to Taka and he, and she, and I, sorry if I'm bouncing between Taka and Walker. I feel when I call him Walker, I feel like that's his white man name or his white man given name. Maybe it's his last name, but I feel like I should call him Taka just to be more respectful. I don't know, guys. Um, but she goes back to negotiate and she says, you know, half we can split everything half and half but we stay on the land and, and walker disagrees once again he really just wants this land um and then we get into madison's backstory of when she was a little girl and i'm gonna have you take this natalie because okay. you have been harping on getting more details from madison's backstory i still want more i also definitely saw this coming we've had a lot of people in the chat saying this as well mm -hmm. um we have uh I can Katagat H. You always knew Madison killed her father. Um, you had a hunch since she opened up to Chris a bit in season two. I 100% agree. Mm -hmm. I I knew it. I'm just glad that it's been confirmed and yep. that it is canon. Mm -hmm. um, I, I drank that up like like Ophelia in the desert. <laughs> yes. um, I was so excited to get more about the history. Um, I also, I mean, I think there's a lot more. Oh, of course. To her past. Mm -hmm. It was a disturbing story. We, I had definitely figured that she had a father who was abusive and an alcoholic, mm -hmm. especially because she connects to Troy in so many ways. Yeah. Um, but I was, yes, I was very excited to hear it. And the story was very well done. And you, I started singing JD's Got a Gun, <laughs> which apparently is insensitive to the I just okay guys I said it was insensitive just because this moment that was on the screen I was like this is a really powerful moment that we're finding out that this woman literally had to fight since she was at such a young age but I, I guess I knew that like I, I know but I felt like it was just a little insensitive god Natalie you can't see she's got a gun after you find out like an 11 year old Listen, killed her father in says, his sleep she says woke up brushed her teeth for school ate her Cereal. cereal, brushed her teeth for school, and went and got a gun. I was like, "Yes, girl, yes, I'm right there for you." And and I think that she learned her manipulativeness. And this is maybe things that she has to deal with, but I think she learned her manipulative techniques from her father. Mm, you think? Because she said he always knew what ballots, ballot boxes to burn mm -hmm. and which ones to support, mm -hmm. um, which is manipulative. Yeah, and like politics are manipulative. But she um, and. And he was an abusive alcoholic, and yet the whole the whole uh, town loved him. Okay, but if, in that case, if she saw how her father was manipulating everything, mm -hmm. that's where she learned it from, and she hated who he became. Why would she want to become the same thing? It's a it's a mode of uh, survival, right? Which is exactly my point. And she says earlier when we were just having this debate. When you were saying how, you know, she, you know, she needs to have feeling because that's how you survive with your family. And I was like, but it's a, it, it by having this manipulation tactic and having no feeling, that's really a survival tactic also. Right. But I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying that you can use both, you can use both tactics, but you can't lose humanity if you want, like, just for the sake of survival, which is what she's doing. Like, she is going back to that little girl who shot her father. Mm. So you think she's on the path of destruction then? In a sense, yes. I think she's reining in 
Um, and where are we at? In our, like, no, I just feel like, no, we're still talking about Madison and her father because I thought what was interesting is that I felt like Jeremiah symbolized her father in this instance because Jeremiah was a drunk. He was mm-hmm. abusive. Yeah, he, you know, redeemed himself over the years, but there's always that kind of person on the inside. And when she's sitting there telling Nick and Alicia, I'd do it again. And then she says in the same breath, I'm going to go talk to Jeremiah. <laughs> we like, both were like, uh, no, wait, him. no way. Did yeah. you know that that I mean you did know that where that was going, right? Oh yeah. I said it. You just have head we listen to we watch the show and we have headphones on. Um so we can't hear each other's comments, but I say a lot of things out loud that you miss. But I I'm like heard this is it. Happening. I'm just this trying to establish a conversation with you, Natalie. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Jeez. No, I knew it was gonna happen. Well, I was I thought what was interesting was that she I thought it was gonna go differently though. That she wasn't gonna be like, You have to kill yourself. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see that coming. No, me neither. But then I was like, "Girl doesn't need a gun. She's got manipulation." <laughs> but she's like trying to tell him, "Oh, yeah." I thought that was another another interesting thing because she once again was using her manipulation tactics mm-hmm. to, you know, persuade she was him to, to keep her hands clean, clean a little bit. Yeah, because essentially she wants control over this land, mm-hmm. and if she is known as the one who killed the previous just like just like jeremiah told her these people are or jake told her these people are libertarians like they don't like following orders Mm. and if they find out the person that they're taking orders from killed their previous leader they're not going to want to really reciprocate right it's all about respect and and killing someone uh especially while they're drunk yeah is not uh you know is not more uh, moral morally high on the yeah, <laughs> spectrum sure. well you know what sure. nick d- clearly doesn't have a spectrum because he just comes in and blows his head off but i also think <laughs> yep 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 i mean it's kind of symbolic of nick protecting his mother from something that he couldn't have ever protected her from you mean just like madison was protecting protecting her mother yes exactly yeah. um in, in a sense i mean obviously he wasn't going uh jeremiah was not going to injure madison yeah however i think that he was moved in that during that story and that that it was it was him trying to retroactively protect his mother from yeah. something yeah i agree um then we go into and this and also yeah. shoulder some of the burden of keeping the group together thank you i'm so glad you brought that up because that was literally <laughs> my next point because madison literally says you don't know how much i have to carry and if madison was were to kill jeremiah that would just It'd add another, another thing. thing for her mm-hmm. to carry and Nick took it upon himself to kind of share that burden with her. Because Nick cut his hair and he's a man now. And he's a mama's boy underneath it all. Like, he just wants to, like you said, protect his mother. And yeah. I felt like you said it was it was really symbolic because Jeremiah was becoming a father figure toward Nick in a way. But mm-hmm. then it started to turn when he started drinking. And that's exactly what happened with Madison. Right. I'm sure her father was good at one point And then he started drinking. And I feel like Nick and Madison just have these crazy similarities that we're going to, ex- to explore in, in, you know, later season. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about this procession, like, sequence that they had with Jake and Troy um, on the back of the truck and Jeremiah and the Stand By Me song that we played in the beginning of the episode because I felt like this was a really powerful moment because literally it's a shift. And this is what makes a good mid-season finale is because you want to shift everything to be like, where are we going to pick up uh, when we come back. So my question is, where do you think we're going to pick up? With Daniel. I don't know. <laughs> I, I have no idea where they're going to pick up. Um, probably back on the, the ranch and um, 
Madison will probably be in charge in this situation. Mm-hmm. Or at the very least, she's going to be pulling the strings yeah. um, in the background. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it it might be shaky for a little bit. Jake's going to try and be in charge, uh, which is a fair thing, but he doesn't have the guts to do the dirty work, which is hard. Um, I think there's probably going to be a shaky them together with Walker's people. Yeah. Uh, some form of shaky lines because she does. And I called this. <laughs> what? I called this. I was sitting there. I was like, when he, they were like, no, we, we don't want the truce. Basically. I was like, they just need to give him Jeremiah. They need to give him Jeremiah. And then like try and vote. Like they need to offer up Jeremiah and make that a point of sale. Yeah, which a I point just of sale yes, for the which parlay. I just want to take back because I just take a step back because I didn't realize that that I didn't realize that, honestly that that was going to happen. I was like, I know, in my head, that. I was like, why don't they just? In my head, I was like, why don't they just offer to kill Jeremiah? Why don't they just kill Jeremiah and just kill you know the the just take out the top of the totem pole? No we'll take intended. out the last or the last right the founder. So when they brought that up. And why Jer- and why Madison was like, this is why I have to kill you, like, why you have to die? I was like, perfect. Like, mm-hmm. that's great writing. She delivers his head. My question is, what's in that box in that barn? I think, I think that was Jeremiah's body, and I think she then took his head. To show Walker? To give to Walker. As the, like, we have uh, cut the head off of the Hydra, or whatever you want to call it, um, of the, the people that you truly hate. Yeah. Now we need to, like, negotiate. Yeah. Now we need to live in peace. Yeah, I also think that Taka probably, slash Walker, probably, you know, demanded that he get his head, too. Yeah. Well, I don't... Just for proof. Do you think they had a whole other secondary... Conversation? Um, conversation I that, think that wasn't in... No, no, no. I think that in that initial conversation, when they were, you know, negotiating half and half, I think he said, you need to kill Jeremiah, and I want proof. And that's why she took his head. Like, so when she brought her him... Uh, his father's head. Yeah. I don't was... think so. I think it was a... Uh... But then again, maybe he would have people with him. But I think I think that it was a she understood. Yeah. Because he said that's not the head, that's the white man's shame. Mm. No, no, no. I'm talking about the beat, the, like the last last part of the episode when she gives, when she opens the bag and, uh-huh. Walker, and um, Jeremiah's head is in there. Yeah. I feel like that... That is was, when he was like, I need proof? No, because that's when Walker... No, that's when Walker... That's the proof that Walker wanted. That's what I'm saying. From the initial negotiation. Right. I'm saying that when would it have happened in the initial negotiation? They didn't show it, they, but they also didn't show that she said that she would kill Jeremiah either. I'm saying there's a lot of things that were, that were said oh, saying, that weren't shown. I'm saying, did you shown. think that, he, that she actually said that to him? That I will get rid of Jeremiah if we can come to an agreement? Possibly. I... I have no. I don't know. I think that she she would. Madison seems like the person that would take would step up and be like, "This is what I'll do." Right. But I, I, just, feel... I don't know if she actually did it or if she was like, "I'm gonna do this," as a last ditch mm. effort. No, I changed my I changed my mind. I think that Walker demanded him to die. Okay. Yeah, that's just my theory. That just might be something we never find out for yeah. sure. But to be honest, yeah. Uh, Van Wonka in the. Um, in the chat says Walker is a very interesting character. I do hope that he comes back. I think he'll be back. I think so too. I mean, I feel like him and Ophelia's relationship has to be, you know, more. How do you think it's going to like this entire thing? How do you think Ophelia is going to fit back into the original group? I don't know, but that's a good question to bring us into predictions. 
because we need to predict what is going to happen. Yes. And now, you're after Buzz TV predictions. See, in terms of Ophelia coming back into the group, I feel like she is going to be she's going to be battling with this. I I do have, you know, Walker did save Taka. Oh gosh, you guys. Did save her life, but at the same time, so did the Clarks in different ways. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she's going to be battling with the loyalty toward both. But I feel like because these peace deals have gone, you know, okay, that maybe they'll learn to work together in the next season and have maybe a common enemy. I don't know. That's just my theory. What do you think? Um, I, man, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if Nick is really going to be, uh, you know, trusting of her anymore. I think he's going to feel really betrayed. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because I don't think he's someone who's been betrayed very often, yeah. necessarily. Um, I don't think Alicia is going to uh, forgive as easily and definitely not Madison. Yeah, no. Um, However, I think that she could potentially work her way back in. Uh, it's just gonna take it's gonna take some time, and I I'm just waiting. I want to see, like, if they are all together on the same point of land at this when we come back. I I do want to see it kind of hashed out. Yeah, I I want to see that fight. Do you want to see all of the group come together, like Daniel, Ophelia, <laughs> yeah, Strand? Do. Like, do we even want to see Luciana again? I totally forgot about her. I figured. <laughs> Yeah, that would be an interesting thing to see her come back. We have no idea what happened to her, if she found her people or not. Um, so that would be a great thing to see. Mm. Um, we have David who said, David Giron who says it's low possibility, but it would be interesting to see it, uh, see it pick up with Strand. I agree. Mm. Daniel Rick says Strand is now gung-ho Rambo. I'm in. <laughs> I want to Yeah, I want to know what Strand's up to. Like, what is his thought process right yeah, now? Like, where, where is he going because off Because he has nowhere to, no one to fight for. Four, but so my only conclusion would be that he's going to go after Madison, who is I thought his like best friend because they were pretty good friends. So I'm hoping I'm hoping that he's going to find Madison. I hope so too because I like them together. But I just really want to see them all come back together, especially after all these. Um, no, I don't want to call them betrayals necessarily, but I would love to see Strand and Daniel and Madison, Oof. Ophelia. Yeah, I would love to see them all back together in yeah. the same room, just because. There's bad blood between most of them at yeah. this point. And now that Madison, I'm assuming, will probably be the the head of Brokejaw, um, with, you know, Jeremiah's uh, Jeremiah's Jeremiah's sons, you know, at her left and her right. Do we think that there's going to be a little bit of feud there with maybe the people not really respecting Madison in a way? I think there's going to be a moment of transition for sure. Mm-hmm. I think it's mostly going to come from Jake. Okay. Because Jake was yelling at Madison, you're not the one who makes decisions here. That's true, but Jake... And I think Jake's going to know deep down that his dad probably didn't kill himself. Um, mm, yeah. I think I think Jake's going to have a problem with it. I think maybe Troy as well, but I think it's just going to make... It's going to come from Jake. Do we think the truth is ever going to come out that Jeremiah didn't kill Of course, kill at some point it's going to come out. It's going to come out. It has to. Yeah. Um, we have... Uh, Jeremy, Jeremy Mosley, I 100% agree. He says, speaking of the good writing, I'm enjoying all the shades of gray on this show. Mm-hmm. I think that is what I love about this yeah. show so much is that there's not, like you said, an obvious villain and hero force onto us because I don't think that, uh, I don't think human beings are meant to be black and white. No, not at all. It's, we all live in a very gray, <laughs> we're nope. in a gray room tonight, uh, <laughs> A great, great area, area 
And that's why I like the show. Yeah. Because so they explore much. all of that. Yeah. They and do. I'm really looking forward to, you know, next season. We don't exactly know when it's coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, but Or we didn't we didn't get to see the, we the didn't get trailer. To, right, we didn't get to see the trailer. Because um, um, we had to come live for you guys. But um, we are excited to see where it comes back to. Do you have any final thoughts? Um, no, I'm just really excited for it to come back whenever yeah. it does come back. Me too. And I feel like just, and I, it wasn't a finale finale, but this mid-season finale, just this first half of this season has been light need, years I above. I need this time off to rewatch and process. <laughs> yes. And it has been light years above what the first two seasons were. Yes. Let's just say that. It's been um, very exciting. The writing has been phenomenal. The acting has been phenomenal. The storylines mm-hmm. have been amazing. Um, and we are so excited that each and every one of you guys has been able to join us and to give us your thoughts. And yes. even throughout the break, you know, continue to tweet us, continue to, you know, leave comments on those chats because we do look at those. We do. Yeah. And then, you know, we will see you guys when we come back. Yeah. That and was our missing You are. Early. And I am you. Timothy Michael. Um, you can find me on all social media platforms at I am Timothy Mike. And where can they find you? Thank you, Sylvia B. It's September 10th. We are coming back with this. Thank you. So thank Sylvia you B. for that. Um, I am Natalie Dyer. You can find me on all social media, media platforms at, at Natalie Dyer, N-A-T-A-L-E-E-D-Y-E-R. And while we are on the break from this show, I am still hosting or co-hosting mm-hmm. uh, on Dark Matter panel yes. at 4 o'clock on Sundays. So come check me out there. Yeah. And if and- you like morally kind of shows only that one's a little bit more lighthearted and fun yeah so and then if anything, we will see you guys on September 10th. Yes, exactly. Good Bye, guys. guys. Thank you. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.